1: to get started visit plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss
0: fm 104 sunday night live with louise tye
1: dubstep music station f104 louise tye here with you until one o'clock i'm now joined on the phone by professional wakeboarder david oqueve hello how are you
0: how are you louise how's things
1: good and i got just got your name wrong it's say it for me
0: It's a So it's like queen. Drop the end. Put in a V.
1: Yeah, I almost got it. I ruined it. though, I'm sorry. I'm impressed. I'm (laughs) impressed. I'll give it to you. So I suppose for anyone who doesn't, I know they know or heard of wakeboarding, but how would you explain it?
0: Um, I think the easiest way to describe it would be, it's like snowboarding on water,
1: and then you hit like ramps and rails and
0: stuff like that. That's probably the easiest way to describe it.
1: And how did you get into it?
0: Um, so, my family used to windsurf, which I, I, I guess oh. yeah, a lot of people really know what it is. So, windsurfed to bit, and then my neighbour actually had a boat, and he called us head water skiing when I was like five. And then I used to go knocking at his door and be like, Is Paddy coming out to play? And Paddy was like a 50 year old man. Um, oh, but then, yeah, exactly. But then he just, uh, I got really into water skiing, and then when I was like 10, I started wakeboarding, because uh, it was just, there was a bit more to it, like you could yeah. do jumps and stuff. And then, kind of as they say, like the rest is history.
1: And how did, you, I suppose, you go from doing it as a hobby or for a bit of fun to go into professional with it?
0: It's, it's a weird one because it's also it's such a small sport that it's mm. not, like, it's difficult to be a professional. But um, I had, like, a few sponsors, kind of, when I was, like, maybe 16, 17, I started to, like, earn a little bit from, like, on the side almost from it. Yeah. And then I went to college and I did one year in UCB. And then I kind of had the opportunity, at that stage to go full-time into it, like, as if it would be manageable. Okay. And it was a risky one. And my family weren't too keen on it because they were, like, very much like, get your education. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've changed their tune massively now. But at the time, they were like, oh, I don't know. Um, but I moved to America then when I was 19. And that was kind of when it went to be a full-time thing.
1: Wow, that must have been a great experience to go over and do it in the States. Like.
0: Yeah, it's unreal. So, like, Orlando, it's changed now with social media and stuff. But mm. when I was, like, growing up like you had to live in Orlando it's like the LA for for wakeboarding as such so you had to be there and so um, when the opportunity came I was like right I'm gonna do this and then being honest it was a little bit disappointing and kind of like I built it up mm-hmm. on the pedestal when I got there it wasn't what I thought it was and okay. um, but then thankfully social media kind of came into play and like, I, came, I was able to then move and now I just travel so much uh, well before COVID I used to travel so much <laughs> um, and so yeah it's been great.
1: That's brilliant. So where have you, where has it taken you, I suppose? What countries has it taken you?
0: Oh, everywhere. But it's a funny thing because it's taken me all over. Like, I've been to, like, it, weirdly, a lot A lot of Asia has been covered. Mm. Um, and then, like, all around the world, South America, like, basically every continent. Um, but the weird thing is, like, even though I've been to all these countries, I haven't actually visited these countries. Like, I've literally just gone to a lake, trained, wherever, competed, wherever it might be, and then left. Like, I haven't actually been a tourist. So, it's, it's just, Strange one to have, like tick off all these countries, but not actually really visit them.
1: It's like being a musician—you just drop in, you do your gig, and you leave again.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> and I noticed actually because I was watching some of your videos last night that you do a lot of cable training.
0: Yeah, so so there's two aspects to, to wakeboarding. So there's originally it's called wakeboarding, so it's behind the boat and you use the wake or the wave of the boat to do your tricks. But then mm-hmm. in more recent times to make the sport more accessible and also just the kind of direction it's going, particularly with the whole Olympic thing, is towards these cable systems, which are effectively two pylons. There's an electric motor, and it tells you back and forth and you hit like obstacles like ramps and rails and stuff. Um, so, so that's, originally i never did that. Ireland got its first one in Grand Canal Dock probably six or seven years ago. And then since then, it's I originally used it as like cross training, just keep fit. it was in Dublin, it was mm-hmm. handy. And now, like it's nearly half of than I new basically.
1: And I suppose if you're learning, which is which, would you advise you do first?
0: Cable. It's a million times easier because it pulls you up. a bat will pull you across. The cable pulls you up. You're also right next to the to the kind of the student learning or whoever it might be. Yeah. So the coach is able to do so much more. They able to accelerate. It's also way less intimidating because you're not you don't have like an engine and a propeller and things like that. So definitely cable is is what I would advise people.
1: Because I've never done it, but I was watching again. I was watching another one of your videos, and you were kind of showing people how to get up onto the water. And yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I kind of feel like that. I would probably flip myself over and end up face planting the water. No,
0: you'd be fine. You need to do it. That's the thing. You <laughs> should. Have, that should have been your your homework before this. You should have mm. gone backwards. But no, yeah. we'll get you out there. But no, it's it's actually it's so funny because like. There's no strength involved in it. There's no like I often I'd say like a small child is easier to teach than like a bodybuilder. Mm. Um and also like people of all shapes and sizes do it. Like it's it's actually crazy. Like there's a ninety five year old man out there who's who does it and I then there's like obviously kids. So it's cool. Like.
1: But it's funny how you say kids because kids have no fear. Is it is it something you need to kind of be fearless with? Um, no, I don't
0: think fearless. I think yeah,
1: there's definitely. People, if you're very like cautious,
0: it's probably yeah. not for you. But like you, it's very safe. Like you wear a life jacket, and like like in terms of safety, I would not be afraid at all. Like I'd never, I'd, try, I'd Honestly, I'd teach my grandmother. Like she would never do it, but I'd teach her if she wanted to do it. Like, I wouldn't be worried for her health or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose it's intimidating more than anything.
1: Yeah, it's about I suppose knowing what you're doing before you you get up on it.
0: Yeah, but have you ever watched a movie, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. Uh, uh, the guy's surfing and he's like, no, just do less, do less. It's kind of mm. like that wakeboard. you like, <laughs> don't need to do that much. Actually, all the work's done for you.
1: Interesting. I do need yeah. to give it a go. I do need yeah, to go out do. and Absolutely. give it a go. But last year, was it last year you came fourth in the World Championships?
0: Yes, yeah, in, I think it was October, November in Abu Dhabi. Um, yeah, bit of a surprise, I'm not going to lie. Didn't expect that. Don't think a lot of people expected it.
1: That's pretty cool,
0: though. Um, but yeah, no, just. I was really lucky so I was in I um, was going through rounds and everything and then semi-finals I just had like a run of a lifetime and then the top two in semi-finals go through and like the number one guy I think he ended up going on to get, well he definitely got on the podium in the end mm-hmm. uh, but the final was between myself and an Italian guy who I'm good friends with Massi, who had been a previous world champion and basically I just had a run of my life and I tipped him by like it was literally like half a point like nothing in it um, and I ended up in the finals, and then I actually injured myself, but I managed to get away with like pushing for another few minutes, and um, and then yeah, ended up fourth. So it was pretty crazy.
1: How much training goes into something like that?
0: Um, it's a weird one because like I would I'm not gonna say I didn't train. Like I was mm-hmm. in Portugal doing like training camps beforehand, but like it was more in that exact scenario. I would say it was more the last ten years of training that actually paid off rather than the the because I probably only did like three or four weeks beforehand which isn't a lot like normally if you're trying to get into a finals in the worlds, you want to be training like for half a year for an elite.
1: okay and is there different levels that you have to meet
0: Um, not really no no like you just kind of obviously there's a criteria let's say to make like the Irish team but like okay. the divisions are aged so you have like under 10s under 14s under 18s and then you have like the open division which would be that's that division and then you have like over 30s and over 40s um, but no there's no like levels or anything like that
1: and was it always in your plan to compete
0: uh, no to be honest like I'll be completely honest I'm not a huge fan of it I do like the buzz it, okay. but it's not it's not like I'm not like extremely competitive I was probably a few years ago but I've kind of changed my tune with it um, competitions is just something I kind of do uh, it, it, it pays off alongside it like, yeah. well yeah the training because you get very consistent with it so it means you're able to progress because you have like I said the tricks you have those ten tricks that you do in the competition. You have them nailed, so then you can go and you can progress from them. But oh, I'm not like I'm not crazy. Like I was never like this is what I want to do. A competition, like okay.
1: Will Will you be doing more in the future?
0: Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Um, I haven't. I've have no idea what's going to happen. No, Nobody like, the next, does the no No, exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe let's say fast forward a year or two. Yeah, I'll continue competing. Um, but I would say in the last three or four years, I've transitioned transitioned away from doing. I used to do like probably. 30 or 40 events a year to probably like less than 10 now. So i just kind of pick and choose the ones that suit me that are in good locations usually. And then, yeah, so that's probably what I'll do in the future as well.
1: And you sometimes do doubles, don't you?
0: Doubles as in two people. Two people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's never never for competition. That's just for okay. fun, basically. Or usually for filming is what we do. And <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not like very normal to do too much doubles.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, is it difficult to kind of you know make sure you don't hit the other person or i've hit
0: someone before have you yeah yeah, i hit like this poor young girl from dublin and we were there was we were actually doing triples it It was like a demonstration in in, uh dairy and i basically i came over and whatever way we communicated i didn't communicate very well but i was coming across and i literally like landed on her head but frankly she was okay yeah
1: Oh yeah yeah actually i saw again i was watching your videos and i saw that you had a pretty bad just recently, a bad uh, fall.
0: Oh yeah, 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 I did, I like, it's called like tacos so I basically like, fold it in half over like this obstacle, oh, um, and I was so lucky though, like it landed, I literally took it like basically in the spleen, so I didn't get my hip or my ribs, which I probably would have broken if I landed on them. And you do wear like an impact vest, mm, okay. but it, it won't like, it, it, it kind of just takes the edge off it, but it's still not like bulletproof, basically.
1: 100%. So tell us about your YouTube videos, because you do quite a b- bit of these. Yeah, and so
0: basically, like, it's not like a normal YouTube video in terms of, like, I don't, like, film on a meeting or anything like that, it's just, uh... <laughs> Damn, no, <laughs>
1: no breakfast.
0: No, there's no food, no, exactly. No. No, I don't think you'd want to see what I eat, but, uh... No, so, normally, what I started doing was when I was, like, 21, I was watching... I lived in America, and I was on my own, and, like, I actually, I never cooked before I went there, so I had to, like, learn how to cook, and I just watched YouTube to cook. And then it was the same for anything, like, if I was working on cars, because I'd be big into cars, like, YouTube tutorials. So then I was like, no one really does these for weightboard. Like, there's a couple out there, but not really. And then for my 21st, I got a camera. Um, So I just started filming, like, YouTube videos for that, like, tutorials, very basic stuff. And then it just kind of caught on quite well, and, I, I really enjoyed doing it. And then now, to be honest, like, video production is, like, like, one of my main things I mm-hmm. do outside of whiteboarding, even, so, like, it, it's tied in quite, quite well. But, uh, yeah, that's just, it was never, like, I want to be a YouTuber or anything like that. I'm, I wouldn't <laughs> consider myself a YouTuber, either. Okay.
1: So how can people keep up to date what you're up to and what you're doing?
0: How can, um, I guess, Instagram or YouTube, I well suppose, which my name would just be David OC on those. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the easiest way to keep up to date. I um, don't know if it's that exciting, but maybe people like it
1: absolutely go follow because i've been following them going oh i need to try that That's i need to but that's like everything i want to try all the sports and i just yeah. haven't gotten to them yet Move i on.
0: know you have to do it though especially now this year where we're not able to travel as much as but that's that. the you thing
1: that's that's true and i didn't realize that there was one in grand canal dock so it's, it's just around right there, the corner right yeah. just around
0: exactly the corner. <laughs> exactly you're so close to there in your offices
1: Yeah, I don't know if they'd appreciate me going out mid mid show, going. I'm just gonna go try this. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks so much, David, for chatting to me.
0: No, thank you so much for having me on, Louise.
1: Not at all. Talk to you soon.
0: Talk to you soon. Bye bye.
1: Bye.
0: FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.